Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she smiles at the future. She did not depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. The virgin's name was Mary, and the angel came to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. She went and told those who had been with him as they mourned and wept. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and bless her. She was advanced in years, having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin. Even she has conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her. When they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they would not believe it. The Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul. And after she was baptized in her household as well, she urged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. Good morning. Everybody awake? My name is Sarah Hammond, and I lead our women's ministry here at the Vista, and it is a true honor for me to share the word of God with you this morning. Um, for the last several weeks, I have been getting phone calls and text messages and emails and approached by strangers in stores. Uh, just saying, Sarah, we are so excited and we're just praying for you and just lifting me up in prayer. And y'all, I've been so encouraged. And I just thought, wow, I wonder if this is what it's like for Dave and Austin every week or if you guys are just so nervous that they gave me the stage that you are hitting your knees. And I'm okay if that's um, the reason and I welcome those prayers with open hands this morning. Um, there has been quite the buzz about the room um, with me speaking this morning, and I know it's because I look a little bit different than you're used to. I know you're used to Dave and Austin, right, up here every morning, and Dave and Austin are, well, they are short. <laughs> I obviously am tall, now that we've got that out in the open. Um, I hope we can move forward this morning and hear the word of God with no distractions um, because the word that I want to share with you this morning is not mine, but it is the one that God has given to me. And so um, I've been praying over you that you would hear what that word might mean for you. So the last um, several weeks we have been in a series called She Speaks and we've been hearing from Dave and Austin as they talk about uh, different and specific women in the Bible and what their stories have to say to us. And we're gonna wrap up that series this morning with Leah. Uh, Leah is the Hebrew pronunciation for the word Leah, as you might know her. Um, this idea of storytelling has been just ringing through my mind through this series. We've been telling women's stories and what they have to say to us, women from long ago. Um, and really, the Bible is a collection of stories, right? It's this collection of stories that are all interwoven and intricately connected. Um, ultimately, the Bible is a cover-to-cover -cover story, right, of God's rescue plan to save us. It's one story, one complete story of God's plan to save his people from sin and death. The Bible is this incredible and beautiful story, and Leah's story plays a very intricate part in that rescue plan, which is why I wanted to talk, to her, uh, talk about her 
this morning. And we're going to be reading in Genesis chapter 29. If um, We'd love for you to follow along as we read this story together and hear what it has to say to us. So let's jump in. Genesis 29, we're going to start in verse 9. Now, if you were here the first week, you heard Dave, the first week of this series, you heard Dave talk about how the Bible is a masculine book, right? It's got a very masculine tone, written primarily, most likely all, by men. Um, And if you've read the story of Leah at all, um, it's no different, right? Leah's story is typically told through a male perspective, right? Most of us have read her story through Jacob's lens, Right? Is that familiar? Right. Okay, so this morning we're going to put on a different lens. Now I want to say that the Bible being a masculine book, this is not a bad thing. All right? We're uh, certainly not here to man bash. Amen? Okay? Um, And we don't want to make less of Jacob's story.